The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Good evening, Vernon. Good evening, Devin. I would be, what is it, remiss, right? I would be remiss if I didn't... uh, you know, start off with that last comment that we talked on the off air. Just the whole idea of, uh, you know, you gotta on your on your way in life, you want to keep both arms out. One one reaching back and one looking to be pulled forward, right? Like it's yeah. it's it's so true. And just the image of it, as we had our conversation just a minute ago, you know, it, I don't know. It's funny, but it's life. It's exactly what you want. And I start with that because I think of like right now in my life, I got you know, my close circle, you know, I got like different sets of people in my life. You know, I got a, I got a set, uh, forward, you know, um, all the people that are like my mentors, the ones that are like a step or two ahead of me. And, and I lean heavily on them. Like I, I have that set. And those are the people that I'm constantly reaching towards. Like, you know, pull me to you know knowledge and information and you know help me make a better decision and all of that but then i got the people who are a step behind me and in terms of where their growth is in life and i'm constantly reaching back to them and being the one to give knowledge and wisdom and all of that back you know what i mean and and it's the way that life should work you everyone should have a set of people in their lives where they can look to for direction and help and guidance. And then someone also should be giving that same thing back to someone behind them, you know, and especially Mm -hmm. in what brings us here every week, which is, you know, business, you know what I mean? Like that that absolutely should exist in in the world of business. And that's what, and that's what we're doing in many ways for each other right yes exactly in, in many ways that the this we've been doing this product for a while and that's a lot of what it's about it's about like us handing each other the information that we just learned the day before mm-hmm. you know and that's uh it's, it's been satisfying and good so you yeah know, uh i'm enjoying it I'm in enjoying fact it. we would uh we would be remiss to not um share the um you know touch on a little bit of the fact that this summer's been choppy man and and i i think we might have said it off air but you know i'd say that uh it absolutely has had like an impact on you know my little bit of my focus sure a little bit of like you know some of the things that um some of the things that we've like you know, like the weight and the health and all of that. Like, you know, it it's having that support and having that check in every week made me more dedicated to doing all the things that I, I promised myself that I would do. You know, well, it's really, really easy know? to get in your car and go to work and like flip on the radio and head in and just, you know, 
take in whatever the people are yelling about that day about the Eagles mm-hmm. and, and just take that in. Yeah. And it's it's not as easy to flip on a book to improve the way you think or a story yes. to improve the way that you understand the world around you exactly. or, you know, a podcast that challenges the way that you think about business or economics, or blah, 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 you know, whatever, mm-hmm. all those things, because it's really easy to just like get caught up in, uh, are they going to trade this guy or are they going to pick mm-hmm. that guy? Or, and that, it, you know, it's a, uh, that's candy. It's candy for your mind. And then candy for your mind. Seeps out every for you, yeah. Seeps out everywhere else, you know. So yeah, 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 Yeah. for sure, man. No, I'd agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. And uh, so I'm glad to be back on a on a consistent schedule. Mm. I don't have any other really like interruptions. We're neither of us are going out of the country. (laughs) No more out of the country trip. I think the week of the 21st we might have to. uh, Got to see if it's if. I think, I think I'm at Beyonce I... that weekend in Vegas, so yeah. we might have to work out. Like there, there might be some days. Oh, so that's good. We might I, fumble I'm... through a little bit as we're doing so, right now, but we'll get back into the rhythm. So you're on a, you're out at the 21st, and I'm out on the 21st. So I'm in North Carolina. So that yeah. that maybe we either have to do a double show one week. But you know, we'll shoot for that. At worst case, that'll be our last break before we hit. You know. Hit, Try hit to get full back stride. Yep, hit yeah. full stride. So, okay, that's good. All One right. quick note. It's remiss, not remissed. There's oh, no T at the end. Remiss. Yep. Remiss, see? See? Hey, on this show, we're learning. Always. That's one hand up, one hand back right there. <laughs> <laughs> remiss. All right, there you go. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, we, uh, I guess, yeah, let's get into the, to the book. That's really the heavy stuff that we got right now, right? Goggins. Yeah, yeah Goggins, man. I... I so, I'm. So I got one, one complaint. Okay. I don't like that he's not the narrator. It sucks. It does. But I also I was so appreciate expecting he was a narrator. Yeah, I, know I also appreciate because that other part makes it. The, the yeah. like questioning part, the, the Q and A like little part. Yeah, that so saves then... it. Well, it's it it does it it does a, it does a lot of lifting, and I also appreciate that his story is so wild mm-hmm. that having someone else tell it and then going into that question, question and answer and thing, thing. Yeah, yeah. really puts into context that like. That this is a guy who lived, who had a, a crazy, crazy experience, mm-hmm. and found a way forward. Anyway, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. For and sure. it's that contrast that if he was reading it and they were doing the Q and A, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be no, as wouldn't good. Work. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Exactly. You would have had to remove the Q and A. So, yeah. it, so it almost feels like yes, I agree with you hundred percent. Because at first I'm like, oh man, like who is this guy? He don't got that. Like Goggins is like, wake your ass up and get to work. You know? Like, like, like every time. Get up! Talk, it's five a.m. Go yeah, running. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like startling. His just his voice when he comes on, and then he's this so guy intense. is he's like, so intense. you know, Huckleberry Finn here. You know, yeah. just comes on a mic, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, this isn't the energy that I was expecting in this book. <laughs> you know, 
Like, it, it's not the energy. Like, extreme ownership had the energy. Oh, yeah, because Jocko and the other guy, they had the gravelly voice. Like, you yeah, imagined that yeah, they were getting ready to shoot somebody. For bombs and shit in there, <laughs> you know? And this, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, what am I going for a cross? Yeah, just a little run around the corner. Like, come on, right. man. And then, and then they started asking him the Q&A. And it, like, it wakes you up. And you're like, oh, there he is. Yeah. And the raspy voice comes in, and he, he he's like, "Man, my dad was nothing, you know. My dad, you know." And he's like, "He's like crushing dad, and it's this, and it's, you know." And it's uh, it, it does bring it into perspective, and it kind of clears up that whatever that first chapter that we were, you know, that you just heard the setup, yeah. It ties it all together for you before you even go on, which I like that. It's also, like, interesting that, like, obviously this guy spent a ton of time with David Goggins writing this book and, like, working through it and and narrating it. Obviously they spent a ton of time together. And he's still in disbelief. Yes. Of the insanity of the story. Yes. You know what I mean? And to me that reminds me. And, like, sometimes I think about the fact that, like, we're super close and – you have super made it, right? Like you've made it. You've, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you've, you've made it. You, you're a success. And when I think of occasionally the difference in starting points for you and I to get to the same point, True. right? You know, you ran a, a bunch more laps to get to the same point. True. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had some tremendously lucky breaks too, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, sure. You're, your mom was just like, no, no, we're going to media. <laughs> you know, like yeah. amazingly great break that you had there and, and others. But when you stop and think about that, like y- you're really presented with the fact that like, man, it is everybody's journey is ch- is challenging for them. And, yes. and yours certainly was and mine certainly was and David Goggins certainly was. And you got to remember that sometimes they're, you know, sometimes they're a cakewalk in perspective to – David Goggins, right? Like, kind of yeah. everybody's is in perspective to David Goggins, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he still he made he he became a tremendous, I think, figure and inspiration and uh, and positive influence, you know? Yeah, not for sure. And uh, yeah, the other takeaway that I say I had was, um, I guess, when you hear a story in podcasts and stuff like that, it's a very abbreviated version of it and like you don't all you really hear is his father wasn't shit right and, and podcasts like so yeah. i knew that part he just pretty much just goes yeah he wasn't shit you know he's a womanizer he's this but he but he never has the time to go into it in the type of depth that he went to it in this book you know well, and you wouldn't want that either because like <laughs> you're doing you're doing a podcast like you don't want to burn, you know, let's say that podcast is an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to burn 45 on minutes on one of these stories. Whereas in the book context, they make a lot of sense and they build up the whole picture of the man. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that was probably just hearing like the, the depths of his childhood story was something that uh, I really did enjoy. I, you know, it, the picture that he's painting, the, the way he's laying out, how he got how he became who he became and even the awesome part he does you know talk about like you know 
how it was in the beginning. He thought it was good times. Yep. And then it like you know, basically at a turn of a dime, he, you know, his dad showed his true colors, and you know, as he got to a certain age, started to abuse him, his brother, and his mother, and like, yep. you know, so it, it's something that um. I really liked in the book just how he was able to really tell the beginning of his story. So I feel like I, I, get, I know him more now. You know, I really understand him more now. You know. Yeah, and I really appreciate how how much work he put he put in. You know, and like, um, I'm a little bit further in the book than you are, but yeah. like, I know how much how much the the guy that David Goggins is when he shows up on the podcast and he tells you, you know, like. You gotta get to work. You gotta face your fears. You gotta like, and like that guy hypes you up. You know, you get out of the car. You're ready to do whatever. You know, um, but I really appreciate the amount of effort that it's taken for him to sustain being that guy, given yeah. the given all the reasons that he can come up with an excuse to do the wrong thing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and and the one thing that also you learn is like consistency, man. Like. You only become that guy if you if you operate the plan the exact way that it's supposed to be operated every single day. Yep. Like no days off. There's no you know, like you know like he said in it when he, you know, decided to be honest with himself. And then he decided to say, what do you call it? The, the accountability mirror. And yep. he decided that every day of the rest of his life he's gonna look into the accountability mirror. And he does it every single day of his life. And uh, yeah, the regiment that that dude has is like. So intense. Yeah. Like, I mean, everything. What did he say? He's been eating the same breakfast for like, for like his, you know, the last like 40 years or something like that. Yep. Like, like, you know, that, that to me is where he draw, I draw the line. Like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I want to be that motherfucker. I like I think spontaneity. I think it's good to understand the value in both, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. We have been doing like a regimented lunch for years, years and years and years and years because it takes the decision and thinking about lunch out of the equation and yeah. it replaces lunch with something that we know is healthy. So we know we're getting these healthy things and we don't have to think about these other things. Yeah. So in that case, the indulging as well, yeah. And, and yes, yeah, so we 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 never ever indulge during. I mean, if we're if we're on vacation or something, sure. But but like during the week, you know, we never indulge in lunch, and make bad choices. So it makes all the other choices easy. You know, it kind of like goes with the uh, the drink the don't drink calories thing, right? Like, if you just don't drink calories ever, period, end of discussion. It makes everything else a ton easier. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so there's, you know, you got to pick your spots. Yeah. <laughs> because also, I enjoy, you know, cake every now and again or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, <coughs> Gabe Kapler, remember, uh, with ice cream. Yeah. Spit he spits it out. He he's what is it? Then he like suck it for like a second, and then he spits the rest of it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, that's no way to live. That's no way to live. You know, like the the way to live is to like understand that ice cream is a trade off, and you shouldn't have it. You shouldn't have it on Tuesdays, unless it's your birthday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like 
Tuesday is not the day for ice cream, you know? So <laughs> all that stuff, all that like nuance. I don't know. Goggins is good because he shows me the, the extremes that you can go to with discipline and self-discipline and all that. And you get tremendous value out of it. Yeah. Yes. Doesn't mean you have to go and beat Goggins. It just means, you know, there's some stuff you can take away. Just, just yeah. Like, and I don't know that I could beat Goggins. Yeah, true. You know, I, I just don't even know that I could ever go as hard as he goes. Yeah, I know. I, I know I can't. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, though, I got to weigh myself again. I haven't weighed myself. I think I'm. I think at one point we had to weigh in at like maybe it was 76. Uh, yeah, I think you were somewhere between 173 and 176. Okay, I might have been to or 173. Two, I'm sorry, two. I mean, yeah, 273. So I think I'm, I, I, I weighed myself yesterday and I'm, I was 276. So I didn't do as much damage as I thought I did yep. on the on this break here. But now, they, yeah. you know, it's back. I was like two, well, unofficially 290 about six months ago. Yep. So, you know, at this point, you know, 276. I think at one point I got to 270 with the first bits of water weight loss yep. In, yep. in the first couple of weeks. And then I think by the time we did another show, I was back to like I think it was two seventy three is what I ended up, yeah. you know, kind of falling in on the first weigh in. So I'm I'm two seventy six now, so we'll we'll weigh back in next week and we'll, we'll keep be back moving. to doing the weekly weekly check ins on the weight. Yes. Looking forward you know. to it, man. Looking, yeah. looking forward to it. Uh, you want to do a quick business update and then we can call it a day? Yeah, exactly. So I did. We did another catering event. You know, I'm. I'm starting to we're starting to get to a point where we're getting the pricing down perfect. You know, the one the goal that we have at, with every catering event is to walk away with a minimum of 50% profit. Okay. Of, you know, you know, so if we charge 3,000 for an event, we hope to walk away with 1500 of that being okay. our profit. So we're at 50% profit margin. Um Sure. You know, which is like that, that sounds like probably it's in the neighborhood of what the industry would be charging. I would think. Yeah, I, I would. I would say so. Maybe, maybe certain celebrities or like sure weddings know, and stuff. I'm sure you get more. Yeah, or people, or depending on who the who the people are. Like, are you a private chef? Are you? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. there you do. You can make more just from your likeness, but. You know, I would say the average caterer is probably yeah, they're probably somewhere around fifty percent. You know, for yeah. I mean, if you're charge if you're if you're charging seventy five a plate or something like that, you yeah. know. Um, well, not seventy five. Shoot, now that's when you probably make more. Let because I mean, I don't know how many plates in the world that's going to cost thirty five dollars to actually make. It would better be one hell of a cake plate. Yeah, it would be. It'd be well. I mean, you know, if you're doing a seventy-five dollar plate, you got you got, you know, an appetizer. You, you know, you get, you get desserts. Uh, you got you're gonna have all the stuff, right? Yeah, in that. the whole. This is not just one. You you getting all of it. You getting this dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Basically, know? it's like seven, yeah. seventy-five bucks a person or something like that. Yeah, um, because restaurants make about uh, like fifteen percent profit off right. there, but they got the overhead of location and yep. manpower and you know yep. all of the repairs and all of that type stuff so you yeah. know if each plate you're like 15 for like a decent restaurant 
And then for some of the lesser ones, you're probably around like 12 and 10%. Yeah. You know, some of the ones who are more about like just getting turning in, over. turning them over, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the big difference is that, is that you know, there's, they get to scale that time, right? Because they'll, yes. be, they'll be open a bunch of hours. You're, you're doing all that 20, same amount of work, but you, you're doing it in an hour and a half and mm-hmm. you don't turn it over. So, exactly. so yeah, so, exactly. so that number make that number makes sense to me. So, yeah. you know, it sounds, it sounds like you guys are on, on a path there. Oh, we're good, man. We, uh, and you guys are had, enjoying it still. Yeah. 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 We had two events just, uh, back to back weeks. One was for about 40 people. It was a fish fry. You know, I think the one thing as a team is, really learning and adapting to our styles as we really try to define what this thing is you know because i know me me i'm my pace is i'm more of a let's do it right let's let's do it the way that's going to produce the best product and i don't really care the challenge or how long it's going to take like the one event we were deciding if we wanted to do Handcut fries or just buy a bag of frozen fries and just drop them. And I'm like, I'm never doing a bag of frozen fries. It's just not the type of what we wanted. No, get a fry cutter. and (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So that's what we did. And we had this event. And you know what everybody was talking about? The fries. Yeah, so everybody you had double fries, hand, you had double fried handcuff fries, and exactly. they they tasted better than like the Five Guys fries exactly. that are the that are the best fries that people have had. Yeah. Exactly, and they're tossed in one of the seasonings, so everybody's like, "Oh man, those fries was different, man. Those fries was different. Like I don't know what you do with those fries. I never had fries like that before, and it's right. such a simple thing, and it's yep. like, no, we got to do like that. We have to do, you know, so." The, the mistake we made was in order to have ef- efficiency, we decided to bread all the fish and shrimp the day before and just have it already breaded and ready. Well, moisture and flour yeah. ends Hard up making cake. Yep. Yep. yep, it ends up making cake. So, you know, they stayed covered, but it created this outer thick crust pretty much around it. That. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, people ate it. They are good. They didn't notice really, but I knew because I know yeah. what it tastes like. Because you know, you could do better next doesn't. time. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, this isn't us. Like we got away with it this time, but this isn't us. The bar for us is here. We don't right. ever want that bar to be down here. I don't care how much time we get to save. Like, yeah. you know, like I appreciate us everyone coming out, but if like because you, I would rather not do an event because you're not really in a position to truly be at the event or, you know, whatever. Then us try to do an event in a way where we're sacrificing the quality of what it is that we're serving, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, one is, you know, and that's not what you did, right? What you did was you, you learned a lesson and got away with it, which is feels good, you know, which is like, Hey, you know, everybody was still pleased and happy. And I know we can do better next time by doing this a slightly different way. Yeah. So that's that's a win-win. Yeah, true, true. So, you know, stuff like that. But it's going well, man. I mean, the rave review, it's almost scary. We did this barbecue yesterday, 100 people, nailed it. 
I mean, the food, all people kept talking about. I had one lady tell me she had the greatest sandwich she's ever had in her life. There were people lined up. They kept asking us for business cards and location of where they can get the food, where's the food truck. <clears throat> and I keep forgetting to bring the business cards, but I also don't think I'm forgetting. I think subconsciously my, my like, I'm really like, I want you to have to work to get me. And also all three, all three of you, all three of you don't have the time. It's not just exactly. you. Exactly. It's all three of you. Exactly. So we're all kind of like, oh yeah, just check out our Instagram. And it's like, you know. We, we haven't posted in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't posted in a year, but <laughs> post, she's our, uh, our Instagram Social media person. expert. Yeah, yeah, she takes care of all that. But we, <laughs> we haven't posted. It's been forever. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that, that, that's where we are now. And it's, it's, I mean, it's going well. We, I mean, we made a significant amount of money just in the last two weeks. Like, and we still haven't touched the dime of our money. So it's all just building up. Um, I don't know what it's going to go towards. We, none of us do. We're all just kind of like, you know, I don't know. I could, I could see us being this, or I could see us being that, um, you know, but until that time comes, we just gonna keep doing this and keep yeah. adding to that pot. Yeah, put it in the high yield savings account though. Make sure you make sure yeah. you're getting that good interest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So, How about you? Over here, man, we're just uh, staying the course. You know, I uh, been working on this little like extra project to make a little bit of side cash. So I'm gonna try to do a bunch more of those. I think over the next little while we're getting a yeah. new car so you know that having a little extra cash would probably be useful and then uh you know a lot of my energy and focus right now is drained to the new job yeah um, understood and it's just like I, I need to be there you know um which you, you experienced a similar thing when you got the promotion right yeah it was, for sure it was uh, like kind of everything took a side seat for a little while yeah yeah. And I'm a little bit in that spot right now. And that's a good place to be, right? There's nothing wrong with it. That's just nope. where I'm at. Um, and, you know, the the knowledge, much like you, you have learned that you guys can make money out of thin air, right? Mm-hmm. I can too. Yeah. So <clears throat> I just got to keep, just got to keep pushing forward on that. So following the money, at least for now. Exactly. So uh, yep. for next week you want to do two more ep- two more chapters of goggins yeah let's do it man go up to four yeah um and then we'll go from there sound good sounds perfect awesome well in the meantime vernon speaking of websites we don't update yeah, where can right. people find yeah, us yeah. you can find <laughs> us at processesblackandwhite.com and they can search us on all of their social media platforms at the process is and we'll come right up hi right, man i'll talk to you soon Yeah, man, take it easy. All right, later. All right.